0: I am unashamed. What about you? So see, I'm checking my phone here and you say, what are you doing? I had this uh, pretty good discussion with my lovely wife because I was texting myself and she she thought I was being egotistical. You don't do that, Al? <laughs> no.
1: no. <laughs> I don't text myself. It's like I don't talk to myself either.
0: She said, "Why don't you put it in notes?" And I said, "Well, why would you text yourself if you already had the information?" <laughs> I didn't want to forget the information, oh, so I texted
2: myself. So, so it's a, it's a, it's a briefing, uh, a memory, memory. So, well, Dad, yeah. you,
1: you and I write stuff. So we still, we're old enough. We still write stuff down. That's the way we remember stuff. Jase yeah. is just doing it new, new age. I got it. I text you. myself. Well do you? It, yeah, do you yeah Zach. The, Zach's with you
0: so do you sing a little song when I think of you? I text nah, <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Jace, have you ever texted yourself and been offended by the text because you no, know you, you said something too harshly
0: that's why I didn't mean that egotistically. I just like texting myself because I'm unoffendable
2: well, sometimes I'm, you give yourself an update whether just in your mind or if you text yourself. But three weeks later, you you come to a, a moment and you say, that's the craziest thing I've ever thought about. Sometimes, you know, it's, yeah. it, it works against you. You say, I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote that down, when I sent that text.
0: Well, this is the funny part. So I'm into the Olympics, and I was texting myself to check on the date because every time the Olympics came on, I kept thinking, how did I miss this? Because they had 2020, everything I see is 2020. And I saw. I asked Missy, I was like, is it not 2021? And she said, it's 2021. I said, well, why do they keep saying this is the 2020 Olympics? She said, well, they moved it because of the coronavirus. So I was like, well, why don't they say it's the 2021 Olympics? So Coronavirus or no. So I sent myself a text to research that, and I figured out they had spent almost $2 billion on marketing. So they decided they were marketing for the last five years that the Olympics was going to be
2: in 2020 because so, it was so, in 2016. So I'm just asking what motivates you to be – I'm into the Olympics. I'm into them. What What do you mean? Oh, I'm.
0: I watch it. I
2: watch the games. I'm a competitor.
0: I love our country. I we're representing. We're we're seeing who's the best in the
1: world. That's probably my competitive streak. I take it, Dad. You haven't uh, seen any of the Olympics so far.
2: Uh, yeah, that's a good, 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 uh, good conclusion. A good deduction there.
0: And you know what I like is I've watched a few hours of it in the wee hours. And there's not been, you know, no political banner. They're just, we're playing a game. I'm trying to beat you. I represent
2: America. You're, you're. So body, nobody's kneeling to false
0: gods. Not that I've seen. It's just been competition. Now, they have some new events, which were kind of interesting. I thought the three on three women's basketball was the most exciting women's basketball I've ever watched. It's three on three. There's no. There's one co- one half of a court. You hit it just like we played out in the yard for years.
1: Oh, yeah, half-court. You make it, buyer,
0: you miss it, you take it behind the line, then you can shoot it. The whole the whole game last about, seemed like it lasts maybe 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome, and we won. We won that little game I watched. But. I don't
2: know how much time I would set aside to delve into that particular <laughs> well, you're you're missing out. Last night they had the big show. I may be. They I had, missed out uh, on a lot more than that. I tell this, you that
0: this swimmer uh Ledecky, who won like four gold medals in 2016, she she has a rival, and it's some Australian woman. And they like showed the backstory, and this Australian woman's coach was like the most emotional person. I mean, he's hollering, and he because he's like, we must beat this. This girl, you know, I mean, he was like musing it. And you're as,
2: on the edge of your chair,
0: watching. Well, you? by the time they talked about it and got me all swept up in the emotions of it all, <laughs> when the actual race yeah. happened, like halfway through the race, it, it's the, those two and then everybody else's. They're not even in the race. I, will, g-
2: I will give you this. If you're going to watch anything that has no lewdness or, yeah. or filthiness or carnal, uh, you know who who's who can run the faster throw stuff the feathers yeah it's it's jump awesome. high so you know you got a point it i would call that good clean watching yep so, you
0: know in the history of the olympics one time i looked up like events that we had like because some events i don't get you know they got the curling now you you basically throw a big stone down and you try
1: to of like shuffleboard. It. it's like icy shuffleboard is what i compared it to. Remember yeah. we used to play shuffleboard, Jason? We yeah, I kind of you know, like that. I By the way, I mean, I
0: do it, but they're like
2: sweeping the place. You know, sweep, you got sweepers. But the whole thing and is pushers, to get the yeah. surface. Yeah. By yeah. the way, Al, uh, philosophically at least, what what is, uh, what 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 drives human beings worldwide to compete with each other to see who's the best? What what uh, What is that about uh, mankind because you know, back in the games, they call it. You know, the Bible speaks of the games. You know what I'm saying? So the so the Greeks and the Romans were real big into uh, what Jace is talking about. It was a little more brutal. Let's face it. Back two thousand years ago, what drives human beings to do those to to be involved in that? So what's what's the deal there?
1: You know, I don't. You're right. It's very ancient, and I'd read somewhere that the original uh, Greek Olympic games were nude. They were nude yeah. when they competed, so that would add a little another element to oh, the whole wow. proceedings.
2: Oh, yeah. they got America. If they find that out, they it, you got that coming next. <laughs> Ratings are going up.
1: Strip naked and <laughs> see <choose> who's <laughs> the fascists. Of course, yeah, this man. is all pre. This is way before TV cameras. I don't know how that would work. But now. you
2: understand the question I'm asking because you know Jay. Jay said he likes to watch it. I mean, what no, is it? I don't about? like
1: it. I love it. I'm
0: hollering. I'm What's up this, hollering, uh, waking the house up in the middle of. the Are
2: human night. beings there? Are they born with uh, competition? I mean, competing competitive
1: well, it almost has to be, don't you think, Zach? Because it's been around so long that, you, like you said, and even Paul used this illustration. Where is it, James? 1 Corinthians 9 or somewhere yeah, there? Yeah, run the race. Yeah, yeah, where he talks about running the race and yeah. you know, train for the race. And so yeah. he even used the idea of the games as uh, It's a as, safer competition than the and battlefield. And I don't think he was yeah.
2: speaking of it as a negative thing, do y'all?
1: No. 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 I mean, not fact, at all. He In said, fact, he said you go into strict training for a reason. But he yeah. did say... You don't want to live your life just going for a temporary crown, which in our case we would say it was a gold medal. He said you need to go for the big, for the big crown, which is the bigger one. But I, I do think it's in there. Yeah. I think it's a yeah.
0: We do it once every four years, so yeah. that's about right. Yep. Yeah. So every four years, I I get up in front of the TV and I I just enjoy the experience. I mean,
2: that kind of answered my question. I was wondering why you, but but because I'm a competitor. The, the, well, I mean, the human race is. Think yeah, about it.
0: I like, it. and it's good sportsmanship. How much did you say it? they spent? Two what? Two billion on promoting it, and but now I didn't like that. Don't now. I mean, now just put it on my TV. That's 2021 because I'm confused half the time what day it is already. Yeah. And now you're telling me, oh yeah, it's 2021, but let's act like it's 2020 because we spent a couple billion on marketing. Jay, I didn't like so, that.
2: Just just so you'll know, you're reaching age. And uh, I'm speaking of myself when you don't even know what year it is. See what I'm saying?
0: I do ask people that. That's why I send myself texts. I try to stay up on current events. <laughs> well, no, but Chase,
1: you're missing it. The the Olympics are so big that they can go back in time. I mean, they've just taken us back to 20. We're we're living last summer, and these athletes that's what's happening right so you've missed well, that's what greatest. I was going to
0: say they when you go back in the history they one event I wish they'd bring back because in the early days now I'm t- saying I think this was like in the early 1900s they had tug of war and to me I would watch that I mean get us get about our 20 strongest Americans in a mud hole and let's just have a tug of war yeah what why why not I mean we're sending rocks down and sweeping we're I watched the uh the fencing. I was another one I was hollering at. Some young girl. American. I mean, it was a tight, you know, they got the whole suits on and they got little swords. Oh yeah. But they won't really hurt you. They won't when,
2: penetrate you.
0: Well, no, when you when when like the American poked the because uh, the it was a Russian and American in the finals, hurt the, the person whose helmet lights up means you got there first. Because now they got so much technology. Cause, you know, they just take off. And they're stabbing each other in, in a non-graphic way, but it's exciting. You know what I mean? These yeah. two young girls got some weapons and some suits on.
1: See, in the old days, old days, that was a life or death event. So I'm into that. And so I was,
0: I was trying to research what, why the year. I, I actually thought they had run it last year and saved it. I yeah. thought they did this a year ago. <laughs> and we're just now showing it. And I was like, well, how could that have not come out? Who won this stuff? So Missy saw me. She's like, what are you texting? And I was like, well, I'm texting myself to research that. And she's like, babe, that this is real. This is happening now. So we had this. <laughs> well, we actually had two arguments. Why do you text yourself? Because Missy doesn't do it. Yeah. And I said, in that way, it, it helps me remember, because as soon as. I text myself. I forget that I'm texting myself. My phone
2: will go off, and I'll be like, "Who's texting me?" I'm like, "Oh, that was me." <laughs> so, you texting yourself was not to elevate yourself; it was just to give yourself some some information you might want to get back to.
0: Yeah, I have hundreds of te- hundreds.
2: Your mother needs one oh, of those. She oh. needs to text herself every five minutes.
0: So, look here's a, here's like I, te- do good. <laughs> I texted myself a week ago. And I put, Missy said, "Are you seriously asking me something about ducks?" And because I was gonna tell you this story, I, I I traded this property that I had in Austin. I just traded that to Nashville. It was a it was a trade. A trade. Yeah. And this property that had in, uh, in Nashville
2: only a stock market man that's got a. <laughs> trunk load of money now would, would would speak like that. You know, I just traded, you know, a couple of three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar house. I'm like, do what? Well, <laughs> if you if you sell it, I got they, a little house down there, Jayce. it's paid for and I'm not trading it to anybody. Well if you sell it, you gotta pay taxes
0: on it. But if you trade it for a property worth the same thing, it life goes on. The government says you can do that. So Yes, you, you need
2: to you need to work for the government to give them a little insight. I would love to get
0: involved if I could have any kind of authority I understand. And, and make things right. Dad,
1: what what would you trade your house for? What's what's of an equal value for your place down there?
2: You know, the the we had to jack it up here last year because it had it had the front part of it was going down into the mud, and the doors wouldn't shut. Would scrape wood off the doors, it keeps sinking. And finally, we was working on them doors where they'd shut, you know. So finally, we called uh, uh, that good carpenter that Willie recommended, uh, Gary. We called him in and he jacked up the front portion and put another little foundation there. We live too close to the river, you know, floods coming in and out. Which you so- actually welcome. I welcome Did I enjoyed everything. I, you know, about Jason it.
1: sounds like to me, I don't think Dad's gonna get much for his trade. Hey, let's let's take a break. So the question is posed how do you know when you're ready to do something about your receding hairline and ball spot? Uh, how do you know? Anybody have an answer for that question?
2: It's called running out of time.
0: Ask, <laughs> ask Phil what he thinks. <laughs>
2: Time is not, not your friend when it comes to hair loss, tooth loss, belly's getting bigger. Time is not your friend. Time is your enemy. <laughs> However, if you're a child of God, you say, thank God that immortality is waiting on me. Mm-hmm. Because you everybody uh, runs like out of time. It's my point. Mm-hmm.
1: I like that. So our, our sponsors keeps says you will know this when that's the first thing you see in your mirror, which uh, is actually pretty good. Yeah. That, that's what do up. So if uh, if you're losing your hair and you've noticed it uh, and you're if you're more focused on the physical and not the spiritual at this moment and you're trying to do something about it, keeps is a great place to be able to do that. You go to their website. Uh, you're going to take you know, they're going to guide you through the process about what you need. They ship it straight to your door. They can't give you hair back, but they can help you keep it. Go to keeps.com slash door. You get 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments. That's keeps.com slash door keeps.com slash door and hold on to that hair.
0: Well, in the real estate market, my son, he'll buy properties like yours. And the first thing he would do is rent a bulldozer. And he's then going to bulldoze that build a nicer house, and then sell it. Yeah. So I hate to tell you that your house is going to fall into the bulldoze.
2: All I wanted to do, my goal, Jace, unlike yours, was to get a house, and at the time it was six acres of land, as as crazy as it sounds, and two houses were there for $29,000. That's what I got invested over there. Yeah. Well, happened. but Phil, that
0: was 40, 50 years ago.
2: That's right. So I'm still there. Yeah. And so So I'm like, well, but the good news is I don't owe anybody a dime. True. Yep. So I, you're, you're, you've you're gone. Well, I don't. Not my training of I, you. I don't, of my training. I, I don't either. But <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we just have you a know, bigger. I didn't bigger think number. one of my
2: sons would be trading houses. How many houses do you have, by the way? I'm not sure. Let's see. You have t- the one you live in. <laughs> you had one down there in Austin, Texas. Let me check. Now you're t- talking
0: Tennessee. Are <laughs> they there check, any check more? your text to find out how many houses you. Have. Yeah, check about Texas. See, I don't know, but I'm trying to tell you that this last place I acquired has a little farm on it, and um,
2: well, that's a good, good,
0: good. Yeah, and they they're moving, and they got you know. Transferred or whatever their is job is. It a
2: farm inside a subdivision, or is it?
0: <laughs> so you're on. This out I... in the middle and is in the woods. And and this one in Tennessee. Yeah,
2: you have and deer in the yard.
0: Deer in the yard. Oh yeah. And so they have a. They got a bunch of goats, and they have chickens, and they have ducks. And so, what was amazing is they said the ducks lay more eggs than the chickens. Well, huh. that's when I looked at missy and i said can you eat duck eggs and she said are you
2: seriously asking me a question about ducks i said yes but well, what you can do with this i'm just giving you a few ideas is it a is it a upstairs to the house or I is it upstairs do, is, is there a, two stories two stories yeah there's two stories well there you go so burley told me while ago was coming back from cutting beaver dams. Mm -hmm. He showed up for about a week, and I'm using him for heavy lifting. But uh, he shows up, and he said that he killed three deer out his bedroom. He's got a bedroom on the top. He's on the second story, got him a shooting lane out there in his yard, and it goes Mm -hmm. into some thick woods. And he's got a little feeder up there. The deer walk up. He shoots them and has fresh deer meat around around that, the clock. That
0: will be the plan here, because the the woman who your your wife,
2: upstairs bedroom will be your deer stand.
0: She's. I'm said, saying, you know, be be exactly. I, I'm 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 following. She's the woman said that she had to put a rule on her husband and sons that they could only shoot bigger deer because they were shooting them off the porch. Yeah. For food. Yeah. So I said, yeah, I
2: like. Well, that's the strongest <laughs> thing I've heard about. Oh, yeah. housing, that's a good deal, eh, Jace? Yeah, I think it is. So anyway... Well, to uh, back
1: to your duck egg question, I don't know if you're going to answer this, but there's a there's a farm, a duck farm where they raise eggs that's about 45 minutes east of us there in West Monroe. And they raise duck eggs and they sell them to restaurants around town because apparently they're bigger and the yolk is bigger, so they do better, especially in baking. So... It's, yeah, it, they stuff rises better. I mean, I've heard really good things about duck eggs. I don't know about just eating them. Straight well, Missy up, didn't well, know. I, I learned something
2: no. today. I didn't no. know the ducks uh, because I've always said, as I now understand after I got through Al's speech, I've always said a duck is really good for nothing, other than getting his feathers and having a feather pillar. Because the the old women used to pick when we'd pick they'd pick the duck women all picked all the ducks back in back in the day in the forties or eating forties and fifties so I'd watch the old women get together and we all slept on 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 mattresses that were made from duck feathers pillars that were made from duck feathers but mm. I thought in eating that's the only thing they're good for but I've we got number three now duck eggs he said are bigger. Baking, you you're baking. They
0: said they actually have a richer flavor because then I went and and Googled it, and they I was like,
2: what have I been missing? Here? A duck has just gained worth in the last in my mind in the last yeah. two minutes.
1: So I'll give you one more, Dad. So a very that's a, another very good reason pop- for
2: shooting ducks, I guess.
1: A very popular item in restaurants now all across America are duck fat fries. So they take the fat because, and you know this from your dressing and stuff, the the fat is much more dense. And so it makes, it fries better. Like they do these truffle fries and stuff like that. It definitely makes
2: the best uh, dressing when you make duck and dressing. It's way better than chicken and dressing or turkey and dressing. Ducks have a better flavor Mm -hmm. to their their fat. Their fat's got a better flavor, Yeah,
0: speaking of duck fat fries, the first time I was introduced to that was your other son, Willie, had had used that little concoction, and I was over at his house. But they also used goose feather, goose feathers, to make the birdie in a, in my favorite Olympic game, which is badminton to watch. Huh? Because Willie and I was on the badminton circuit for a while. Remember those days, Al? Oh yeah, I was too. And uh, it's one of the most fun games you can. You can never play with So they play.
2: have that in the Olympics, too? Oh,
0: yeah. It's awesome. They're playing at a little higher level than Will and I, but same concept. I got you. I mean, it's a, you know, slam well, the, and the, wham. Jace is, Jace
1: is right. So the, the reason, I, I love it, too, and I saw one the other day because uh, I hadn't had a chance to watch a lot, but they had two two Asian countries playing against each other. And, yeah. you know, you're used to seeing, Jace, you look somebody, you know, you're making the burgers in the backyard And they got the badminton net set up, Mm -hmm. and they're running around, and it's you know you're watching that thinking, oh man! But then when you see real badminton, like we used to play, and like what they're doing, where it's just moving all over the court, and they hardly ever move, and that's the whole deal. I mean, you try to control the game from the middle of the court, but it it was like watching us on steroids, you know, watching them play. Well, I'm going to
2: order some uh, duck eggs, and uh, well, don't order them. I got a bunch of ducks I've just acquired. Are uh they laying? Yeah,
0: they they said they lay more than the chicken, so I got the duck eggs. So I'd like to have Go some
2: to. duck eggs and uh, let Miss K make her pound cakes and everything from duck uh, duck eggs. Well, consider, consider it, chicken eggs. Consider it done. Okay. Have you had? So.
3: Have you guys had the uh, the duck liver? They 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 force feed the duck, and he gets obese and he has fatty liver disease. Then they take the liver, and they 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 mush it up into a paste, a pate it's like a pate it's a what's it called foie gras yeah yeah that's mm. a delicacy that's a delicacy right there There's well i've eaten i've
2: eaten a lot of duck livers and uh and hearts and uh the hearts the, what is it the hearts this is making me nauseous. gizzard no huh? i don't what uh the gizzard the hearts the gizzard mm. and uh but i've never tried the liver but uh that's a thought
3: it's the liver mush. It's like a pate foie gras. You put, yeah.
1: yeah. You put it like you spread it on a cracker. I
3: had yeah. I had, I, yeah, I, had it, I had it when we when we went to Normandy. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought it was strawberry butter, and I was like, oh yeah, let's try this out. Yeah. If you think you're going in for strawberry butter, and you get it's a little
2: different flavor than strawberry liver. butter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care oh, for yeah. it too much. I don't, the Cajuns call it
2: giges, the gizzard, and uh, but they always use them. You got to boil them to tender them, you know. But I always put, usually that I have gizzards and hearts chopped small inside my gumbo. See, I've always, you
0: know, you brought up the Cajuns and calling it G's. There's a lot of things I think that people eat that came right after huge consumptions of alcohol. And they said, "Hey, let's try that. <laughs> Ain't bad.
2: <laughs> what are you gonna cook? <laughs> <Jeez>, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you, you, they, they were stoned sober when they cooked these. cause. It, <laughs> wow, I don't I
1: mean, know about I, that. I mean,
2: mm. I mean, gizzards and hearts of a duck. Are, Why do you
0: want to eat something where everything that goes in there is supposed to? I mean, that's a that's an organ trying to." siphon out all the bad stuff you know
2: you know what most people don't know when you if you know what you're doing when you're you're cleaning a duck gizzard uh you can take off one side and the other side because if you just cut it right half in two and mm-hmm. open it up a duck's gizzard is full of little rocks and sand that's my point and then you but you have to clean that off of course but i yeah. just take off and shave off barely missing that and on the other side barely missing it and mm-hmm. throw that away but But a lot of them used to. I say take the gizzard, throw it on a gravel road, and eat the rest of the duck. No, a a good duck (laughs) gizzard is cooked right is good. I mean, gizzards,
1: (laughs) I've made many a
2: duck dressing with gizzards, Jase. You ate it as a boy. That's what gave you that energy and that insight.
0: Yep, I ate it as a boy that y'all forced me to eat. And now, (laughs) as I'm older, when they say, here's some duck gizzards, I say, I think I'll pass.
2: Somebody said, Well, why would you eat a bunch of ducks all the time? I said, Because that's all we had. I agree. If I was starving, I would eat a duck. Game. There you go. <laughs> but guess
1: what? I'm not. <laughs> hey, on, let's take another break. So I would say running a small business is hard. Would you say that's true, Dad? I mean, no doubt. You, I, we started with a small business. It's no very doubt. difficult to do. We all have small businesses now, Zach has several. And it's, it's tough. And one of the toughest things about them is human resources mm. issue. Uh, and the reason why is because you have so many new things now. you got these termination suits, minimum wage, labor regulations. Uh, and now that we've got even bigger government, there's all sorts of stuff that has to be done. And it's not cheap. It costs a lot to have a dedicated manager. So one of our sponsors, Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E, Uh, has a dedicated HR manager that can help you for $99 a month, and you can do it online. So you don't have to hire anybody, have them in your place. That's a lot
3: cheaper than a full-time HR director.
1: Much better. It's month to month. There's no hidden fees. And so they can really help you. If you go to Bambi.com slash Robertson, right now you're going to get a free HR audit. That's Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E-E.com slash Robertson, and get some help for your human resources needs. So you're saying Jess, your your palate now just says no to the old stuff. Some of the stuff you were forced to eat. I get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. All right, Romans thirteen. I brought up the Olympics because I think it's the most friendly that you can find when it comes to nations doing something and competing, but everybody they're showing this common yeah. Their common sportsmanship. And you got to remember the whole point of the book of Romans was that everybody, God's grace is for everybody. Yeah. And so well, I like when the world comes together and we show character in how we're competing. That that that's what excites me. I mean, that's yeah. part of By it. The way, also
2: this is mentioned uh in 2 Timothy chapter two. Uh when he's saying train people to know what they're doing to train others. Endure hardship with us like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. Similarly, if anyone competes as an athlete, which is what you're referring to with the Olympics, he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules, which is pretty cool, so... He said the hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. But he just makes a point there that as far as athletes and soldiers, which is pretty cool. I agree. There would be more discipline in their life. Soldiers, they want to please their commanding officer. Athletes, they compete with the rules. They No fudging. I mean, we want to see who's got what. So yeah. the Apostle Paul spoke of that kind of like you're doing today. You know, he, yeah. he liked it. I think it's good, clean fun.
1: Well, I think part of the idea of the Olympics was kind of what you're talking about, Jace, because obviously in the old days, the ancient stuff was all just done within one, one culture, one country. And, you know, of course, the Greeks and the Romans had taken over a lot of other countries by warfare. But the games or the idea, at least the modern games, are that we can even people... That we may not have a great relationship with, we can still compete against. So the idea was try to make athletics, you know, have that bleed over into how people, you know, treat each other's countries. But you know, it doesn't always work out that way. It's interesting because you look back at the Olympics in my lifetime, and the countries you wanted to beat the most were the ones you kind of had a bad relationship. With. You know, the Russians. The, the Russians in the US. You know, for 20 years during the Cold War. The Olympics were everybody was like, We wanna beat the Russians, you know. And I guess now it's kinda of like that with the Chinese. Yeah, yeah, you know, a little bit. So well, kind some of, of uh, these
2: some of these Sunday evening, you know, instead of watching the NFL, they went to the Coliseum and and watched two men fight to the death with gladiators. You know, they got yeah. a little brutal with it, I, with IJ. So will you, you agree?
0: Well, I know, but we've pulled back from that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: We tried to. Now you can't hit the quarterback high, and you can't hit him low, which they're almost saying you can't hit him. So, well, right. But I'm saying
0: I would never watch these events in anything else in life. I mean, if I drove by and I saw five boats, you know, kayaks, and people were rowing, and I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna stop and watch but you put USA on it and you put another country. I mean we're now we're, let's see who the best in the world is Well, I'm on, I I'm, I'm I'm watching this and I'm cheer, cheering for my country.
2: Yeah, the New Zealanders uh, strapped the United States here a few years back uh, with their sailboating, you know, they had the but the New Zealanders beat beat America. They never did get over that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jace, a lot of people were surprised that for four years all these sports you see in the Olympics they're playing them in the off years too yeah. and they're even televising them you know but but like, uh, to your point nobody's really tuning in to nobody, I mean
3: nobody tunes in until it's <laughs> country versus till you put the country versus on the oh, right. I maybe I the Olympics less,
2: maybe the know? Olympics uh, insert some type of uh, uh, conventional uh getting along let's just compete in sports with no wars and killing each other i mean you know it would be a healthy thing for countries if they could get together and do that i guess what do you think zach
0: well i think it i think it values humans you know where we 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 live here we're this let no debt remain outstanding which we're going to get to in romans 13 8 except the one to love one another. I mean, you love your neighbor. Don't do well, all I know these. Some
1: of the, <clears throat> I know some of the listeners are going to send this in. So I'll just go ahead and bring it up for us to talk about. So, cause a lot of people have kind of been turned off by the Olympics because there's been a, you know, a few athletes that have, you know, like knelt during the anthem or turned their back, you know, on the flag and, you know wore some stuff that was put on a t-shirt and so a little of that has happened i i, I think it's not widespread although you know yeah i honest, haven't
0: i hadn't it. seen it
1: i haven't seen it except what's being reported so but i know I a lot of people just news, wanna, so right a lot of people want to throw it out because that But I kind of took the other take i mean i don't like that obviously but i thought most of those americans that are over there love their country love competing so I hate to throw out the whole games because there's a few, in my opinion, a few bad actors and bad apples. So it's just another way to look at that. But I know there's gonna be strong opinions about it in our, you know, our listeners. Because well, there some is something
2: like, to be said about camaraderie. You know, it, you know they ought to, they ought to consider that. I guess among nations, camaraderie here. We can, we can get together and yeah. behave. Yeah, no, I agree.
1: Well, and we'd rather not go to war, but sometimes there is war. Which kind of is the lead-in, Jace. We had a question from a, a guy named Jared. That's a, um, I don't know if he's still in the military or just was, but he'd been deployed several times, and he had been involved in a, in several firefights, and in, in one of the cases, um, took someone's life. You know, one of the one of the combatants uh, that they were that we've been fighting against, I guess, in Afghanistan or somewhere in the Middle East, and uh, you know, it obviously has bothered him. And so he asked us about it in lieu of the Ten Commandments. He said, you know, it says thou shalt not kill, which it actually says thou shalt not murder. But I want us to talk a little bit about that as we lead into uh, Romans 13, because, it, you know, the, Paul lays out, a, a, I guess, a case for following the authorities. And in there he mentions even the idea about burying the sword. So what you would you take...
0: It? Let me just read. I mean, it says everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities, for there's no authority except that which God has established, which he was basically giving the Almighty credit for the the idea of establishment that we have on the earth. Yeah, called law and order. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, he who rebels against the authorities is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from the fear of the one in authority? Then do what's right, and he will commend you. For he is God's servant to do you good, but if you do wrong, be afraid. And you gotta remember, I think he's speaking in generalities here. I mean, there are corrupt governments and there there and there always is this presence of good and evil. So he goes on to say he is God's servant, an agent of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoing. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also because of conscience. And then he even says this is also why you pay taxes for the authorities are God's servants who give their full time of governing. Give everyone what you owe him, if it's taxes, taxes, revenue, revenue, and then he comes down and says, let no debt remain outstanding except the debt to love one another. And then by the end of 13, he gives you a picture of what the greater motivation for us to be, which is to be like Jesus.
2: Yeah, what Jared needs to understand is- uh,
1: Hang on, Dad. Let's take a break. Let's take a break.
2: I would say to Jared, I said, when the Japanese, for no reason, they had no reason when they attacked pearl harbor and they were trying to expand their empire they were a powerful powerful nation at the time so they attacked china all their neighbors they started conquering islands they said we need to get the united states out of the way so let's 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 take care of their their fleet at pearl harbor so about 3000 i think a little less than 3000 died on that day and and that day will live in infamy, according to the president, old Roosevelt at the time. This day will live in infamy because we're coming back. So we declared war on Japan because they attacked us. Jared needs to understand that millions stepped forth and went to the Marine Corps, the Air Force, the Army, everybody. So everybody under one said, "We're gonna. We're not gonna let you do that. Attack us for no reason." So. When they all joined up, we lost hundreds of thousands during that process, four, five, six years. So World War II came and left, but all those guys, I went to Omaha Beach and I stood on that sand and looked how far it was to the edge of the bluff, and on top of the bluffs, all the Germans were dug in. <clears throat> that phase of the war, I, I was just hoping that uh, they had a love for God and believed in Jesus Christ before they started out across that sand, that that beach. So that's that. So the Twin Towers, Jared, <clears throat> we were attacked. Two of our tallest buildings in the New York City, for crying out loud, and they ran jet loads of human beings into these buildings, and they did it with with, with no reason. They just did it because they could. They were trying to make a point, I guess. So they murdered all these citizens of ours, 3,000 died there. So Jared, the conflict you were into, you were there because the President of the United States, George Bush said, the people who brought these towers down, they are gonna be hearing from us. So Jared, you were the one of the ones that uh, joined up. But when, when you killed our enemy, just remember, they're the ones that started, that started it. And in my, my humble opinion, it, it was a righteous undertaking when you signed up, joined up, and you went into war against the enemy. Well, and there's, there's and no... by my count, I think we won it. Now, we're basically out of there now, and it's all ended, Iraq, Afghanistan, and all that. But I think, I think uh, it was worthy of note. That they're the ones that started running airplanes in the buildings, not us. As Al mentioned at the beginning, you kind of briefly said it, but the verse
3: doesn't say "thou shalt not kill." It's "thou shalt not murder." That's the Hebrew word is is murder, and so a killing is not necessarily sinful unless it's murder. You know, if you're if you if someone breaks into your house and you know they're going to rape and pillage. You know your your family and your belongings. You obviously, you defend your family that, and you kill them in response. That's not that's that's an honorable thing to do not to, to protect your family. So, I would tell Jared first and foremost that because the email said "thou shalt not kill." I know it's actually "thou shalt not murder." And when I ran for U.S. Congress uh, in 2014, I'll never forget in one of the debates. Um, one of my opponents, uh, uh, who was mayor of Monroe at the time, Jamie Mayo, uh, he, I he asked me what would I do about ISIS, and I was like, well, I think there has to be a force and whatnot, and uh, and he and he brought that point up. He said, Well, I thought you were a big Christian. Your Christian values on one side, then he said, kill them on the other side. He said, Then the Bible says, "Thou shalt not kill," and I was like, No, the Bible says, "Thou shalt not murder," um, and so there is a, there is a time for killing now. You know, I think that there's pacifists out there that would might argue with us, and I would certainly respect their opinion. Uh, but I can see how they get there scripturally, but I I, mean, I don't see it. In, I think the scripture says that I mean, it's very clear in the Old Testament, at least Ten Commandments. And you see yep. that Abraham was an example of somebody. We you preached on Genesis 16 yesterday. Mm-hmm. What was it, Genesis 13? Whenever Lot was it 14, 13 or 14 when yep. Lot was kidnapped? Yep. <clears throat> Abraham went in there, he was a who was a man of faith the patriarch of our faith and he 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 killed a
1: few people to he get a lot, back. A lot of them out to get him back why are you there so.
2: why are you there Zach you can tell Jared uh Joshua Joshua start there Gideon uh Samson Jonathan David elisha Jehoshaphat and and all through the book of Deuteronomy and uh Joshua you say god was leading the charge against these murderous nations that had popped up and were trying to kill the israelites off he protected them i think in romans 13.
1: hang on jason let's take that last break
0: the verse before romans 13 before we read says do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good I mean, he had made the same reference in 12.9 where it said, love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good. And then in chapter 13 when he made this point about rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. You keep seeing this come up. And even at the end of 13, it says, let us, this is verse 12, let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light Let us behave decently. And then he lists things that are evil. In verse 14, it says, rather clothe yourselves with Jesus. And he also makes reference in the the end of verse 12 about let us put on the armor of light. And we have this spiritual application that he uses, Paul uses in Ephesians 6, about put on the armor of God. I read all that to say our primary focus is to point people to Jesus the you know that where's the passage in corinthians says we don't fight we don't wage war like the rest of the world but there is an instance when it comes to the government and distinguishing between good and evil where we have to rise up and,
2: I and eat, be a part of that i.e david who said there is a time for war All right
0: and you remember jesus when he was Given the illustrations of counting the cost in Luke 14. Remember when he said, you know, suppose a king is fixed to go to war with another king, will he not first sit down? And I mean, he I mean, Jesus himself was said there there's a time where we're moving. This is evil what you're doing, and for the greater good of our neighbor that
2: you're oppressing or persecuting. By far, but loving each other where it doesn't come down to warring with each other. It's a far better idea, and it's a lot safer for a lot more people if you learn to love one another, love God, love love our neighbor. It's uh, a lot better than war, that's for sure. And
0: and war should be a last resort, and it should be rare, but it's when the atrocity has reached a certain level where things are happening to fellow human beings that other people have to— Move in and
3: say no. We're not. Man, that's well, a good, part, that's, that's a good point. You think about Dietrich Bonhoeffer. I mean, that's really the place he got to. Jace yeah. with uh, with Adolf Hitler. You know, Bonhoeffer's a a orthodox, you know, preacher, a minister in the Lutheran Church in Germany, and and he was very patient, if, you know, with with you know trying to trying to you know be faithful to the cause, faithful to the ministry. At some at some point. In his in 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 the history of of Germany and that whole in the unfolding of the Holocaust, I mean, he he thought it was worthwhile to try to attempt to
1: assassinate Hitler, um, and I I think he was justified. Do you? Yeah, I do. And not only that, you mentioned Dad. You mentioned David. I mean, David is the perfect example, King David, because when he was young, I mean, he was just starting out. Yep. I mean. You see how God cares about soldiers when He basically gave him the wherewithal to take Goliath down, and look, that was a brutal situation. He killed him with that rock, and then he took that big old sword and cut his head off, and it said he dragged, he, he he took his head around and carried it around with him for about a month, you know. So I mean, all that you read stuff like that in the Old Testament. Of course, a lot of people say, "Well, that's the Old Testament," but remember, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and we've already established that He was around the whole time along with Yahweh the Father and along with the Spirit. So you look at the book of Judges, same thing. I mean, Samson was a killer. I mean, Samson killed a lot of people. Yep, you know, and he did it by the spirit of the power of the spirit of the Lord, according to the Scripture. So, uh, I, I think the tender of that, like Jace is right. We don't want to. We don't want to kill people. We don't want to have to defend ourselves. I'd rather nobody ever attack me. But the reason I carry a weapon around is in case somebody does, and yep. if they're after me or my family, I'd rather share Christ with them. But if they got menace in mind, then you know we're going to have to throw down. That's just the way it is, and that's would you, not would you anti agree? Scripture.
2: Would you agree with, uh, as far as Jared is concerned, that his participation in the war against our enemies was justified? In my mind, he was justified.
1: Absolutely, I think so too. And I think he he'll be in heaven for eternity because he believes in Christ yep. and has and agreed to follow Him. So, whether he kills someone in war or not,
3: but I do think I do think it's. Um, a testament to his character i mean that's a serious thing that takes somebody's life i can see that that would be a, a traumatic thing that he would probably continue to wrestle with I maybe mean, might for the rest of his life you know and, right. uh, and that's why I th- when we talk about the sacrifice these guys make it's not i mean some of them sacrifice their lives but even taking somebody's life it has to be quite the sacrifice yeah because you got to carry that with you now so uh, but i appreciate your service jared if you're listening yeah, absolutely To jason's yeah, no. point
2: jason i'd lot rather have a bible study with my neighbors no matter where they're from, what country they're from, I'd rather sit down, have a Bible study. We talk about God, talk about Jesus, That's what introduce we're him. To do. I would lot rather that than some guy who breaks in your home or two or three of them and they're there to rob, steal, and kill. I, well, you I, think about it. What, it's too what, late for a Bible study. What, when, what causes war
0: is evil behavior. Yep, And where people are looking at humans, not from a godly perspective. I mean, you think about, we mentioned Hitler and other wars. A lot of people just, they hate another race of people, and they just want to do them harm. Yep. And they start doing all these, these things that are so atrocious that other people have to rise up and say no. But the greatest weapon we have to fight that is to change the heart, which is the message of Jesus through the grace of God and start looking at people from a godly perspective, which is what Romans is Romans is all about is that Jew and Gentile can be saved. Yep. And Jew and Gentile includes everyone,
1: every nation. Which Paul made your point, Jason in verse three, he said, rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong, you know, that's where you get into the problem. So it's kind of like we talked about this, you know, last summer when we had all this stuff with the police and the Black Lives Matter. And, of course, most of us just look at those situations and thought, man, if you'll just do the right thing, you really don't have to be fearful. Oh, it's just because you're white, whatever. But it really is true. I mean, the Bible is true about that. You know, you may, so people may be falsely accused. That's going to happen because they're evil. To your point, Jason, about sometimes having corrupt, you know, uh, officials in government or police right. officers. There's going to be some of that, but then that's on them. That's their bad, you know. Exactly. So if well, you, even Jesus, Jesus,
0: even Jesus was crucified and he didn't do anything wrong, so you know you see you'd think, well, this what there's a contrast here. There's always going to be exceptions to the rule, but the overall rule is our our main warfare should be spiritual, not physical.
3: Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that's why Romans 13 is honestly sitting in the middle of this book. It's almost like a, oh, by the way, kind of thing. Oh, you know, I, I don't think it's the, the axis of the Christian faith for us to right. go out there and wage war. I think that's a function of government. I think God, but the scripture gives governments that right, even whenever Jesus himself was crucified. Uh, when you, Do you remember when Pilate said, do you not realize that I have the authority to kill you. And Jesus is like, yeah, I realized that because it came from my father. So even Jesus in, in that exchange is recognizing, uh, the right of government to, to impose these things. But I don't, I mean, I don't think that's the church it should certainly not be, like, I don't, I don't think we should be going out there as the church in the name of Jesus. Let's go, let's go take down people and start wars. I think the church's role is to be kingdom people. And I think this whole passage is like you be kingdom people and let the government do their stuff, and you guys submit to them because you got something else going on over here. This is your, your kingdom, people. But yeah. submit to the government. You know, they're they're there for your good in general. I mean, there's obviously this is even written in a time when the Roman government. I mean, you think about what, what was about to happen with Nero, and I mean, the, the government was not going to be for their good. But I think it was more. This is a contextual thing here to to bring people back into to to, to a kingdom mindset.
0: Well, that's why his. That's why he said the greatest weapon in verses eight through fourteen is love. You want to bring people together. You want to prevent wars. I mean, you sow the seed of love. That's why he said, "Clothe yourselves in verse fourteen with the Lord Jesus, and don't think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature." I mean, he's giving you an image of. I mean, it's like you're literally putting on Jesus' clothes, which reminded me of that Galatians 3 27. You know, it said all of us who were baptized into Christ have
2: clothed themselves. One of the little interesting points here Jesus in Luke uh, chapter 11, about verse 21 when a strong man, fully armed, guards his own house, his possessions are safe. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the man trusted and divides up the spalls. So there, there is something to be said with that particular text. Do you, you, you see what I'm saying, Al?
1: Yep, that's exactly right. So, and you see that quite a bit. And, and to Zach's point, as we wrap up here, I think that's why we wouldn't be supportive of the Crusades you know, that went on because that was the idea. If you don't, if you can't convert them, then you kill them. But I mean, God didn't treat us that way. So I, I don't think that's the way the church we should do respond either. But anyway, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more when we get back to Romans 13 into 14 next time. Thanks for listening to the unashamed podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes and don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube and be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes.